Hello. Welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. This is Wally. Uh, welcome. It's a uh, let's see. It's a foggy morning, <laughs> um, and uh, it's kind of been one of those weeks. And I've documented a lot this week, and I, I don't even know if I put it up or not. Uh, it's a lot of personal stuff. Um, so, you know, if you're one of the people that I talk about, uh, I apologize if it offends you. It's my opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's me being honest uh, the way I see it. So um, that's the disclaimer, I guess, the best disclaimer I can give you. Um, I thought I would uh, just say some um, things I believe in, I guess. Uh, my systems, you have systems, you're following something, um, you're following some kind of pattern. Um, I guess I just want to say a few of mine, uh, and I've said, and I probably have said them before, uh, and uh, some of them be personal as a man. So, ladies, I apologize. I I'm, I can't speak to what I think you should do as a lady, um, and it's your business, you know. Um, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Uh, just FYI, uh, you owe, uh, I owe that to Kim Hill back when she uh, was making music. Uh, I, w- I love wearing black shirts, and I love wearing them with black Levi's, yes. Um, anyways, uh, let's see. Um, as a man, I f- and I say this at work, too, uh, I think you should own up to your mistakes. I don't think you should shirk them, blame somebody else. I think you should own your mistakes, and I think you should admit it. Uh, I also think you shouldn't take blame for things that you didn't do. That you can do it if you want to. I just don't want to. Um, I don't think you have the have to let people treat you bad. Now, I could be wrong on this one. Uh, for the cause of Christ, Christ definitely took the bad. But I'm not the savior of the world. I do want to be like Jesus. So, you know, it's one of those things that I'm wrestling with and I'm still looking through the scripture. And uh, But uh, I was hit and told I was sorry and I was no good and I'd never be nothing. And I don't want to let someone do that to me again. Um, and maybe that's a protection thing, uh, a scar, whatever you want to call it. Failure. You could call it a failure if you want to. That's fine with me, too. Um, uh, people who give you advice, uh, check and see if they care about you. Um, you can listen to critics if you want to, but I would check their hearts um, because they may not have good for you. Uh, and just let me tell you there are people out there who want to criticize you just for being critical sake and do not be deceived bad company corrupts good morals so those people don't have to be in your life and I'm going to say this and it's going to sound harsh that could be people in family now I'm not saying depart from family like Scientologists do but the intake of what they give you that might you might want to monitor that um, and how they 
bring information to your life because um, there are poisonous people in this world. Um, just like there are time sucks, which I probably am a time suck. If I call you, I want to talk. Uh, I might be a time suck if you're one of those people who has busy, busy days. You may not want to see a call from me because I'm going to want to talk. Um, anyways, um, when people give you advice and they say follow your heart, I say beware because I say that your heart can be wicked. Now, yes, you get a new heart in Christ, um, but the whole business of following your heart, I just think it's, it's, a, it's a very... Um, stuff bad can come from that and following your gut too I think that can be dangerous now look I'm sure people have made millions of dollars and billions of dollars following their gut and following their heart that isn't the only sign of something being good um, it's the same thing with churches just because a church is huge doesn't mean it's all good now, I'm going to tell you something there's a church in Texas where 30,000 people come, maybe more. Um, and um, they bought the old basketball arena where the Houston Rockets played, I think. That's all impressive. It's impressive. I, I'll, I'll give them that. But I've heard their preacher interviewed, and I heard what he said about sin. And what he said is that I don't like to talk about negative things. To me, if you don't tell somebody the whole truth, then you're telling them a part of a lie. And I think that's deceptive. And the scripture says, the truth shall set you free. That means the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um, so help you God, that whole thing. That's the reason why that's an oath. Um, so it's not the only, and I, you know, I just started reading a new book about a church and like, my first impression is I want to be a part of a church like this. Um, and I don't know if I ever have been. Um, and there's no perfect church. I don't believe in that. Uh, I just don't. I don't believe in perfection. Uh, I believe in doing your very, very best. And I'm not talking about taking time off and slacking and all that stuff. I'm talking about giving your very best to the glory of the Lord. I, I believe that verse that I'm going to work to the glory of the Lord. Um, Whatsoever, oh, that's, not, that's not it. Um, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not unto man. And my friend, who's a pastor in Tuscaloosa, which once again, you should listen to uh, Troy Nicholson at Safe Haven Church if you want to hear somebody uh, do verse by verse and very wise, in my opinion, and just good. He has it in his house. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it as to the Lord. Um, you know, I mind my verse is similar. And uh, people listen to him every week in preaching, so you might want to go with his if you want to memorize one. Um, I, uh, let's see. Uh, um, Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think through things. I didn't write these down. I apologize for that. Uh, these all kind of came from walking. Uh, 
um, if you have family, um, try to spend time with them. I know it sounds like a basic thing, and there again, I, I do think there can be poison in your family, um, and you know, just watch out for people who are not good. Um, sorry. Uh, but it clicked for me. Um, there's a couple times that things th became clear for me, I should say. Um, one is when somebody passed away, um, I recognized that I need to tell my family that I love them, um, especially when people are departing. You know, I think it's just a good thing. It's a good rule of thumb is to even say it when it's redundant, uh, that you love someone. Uh, I, I just think it's a good thing. Um, and uh, the whole spending time with people that who are your family, um, you only get them for a certain amount of time. And I'm over uh, – I overstayed – I overhelped my parents. Um, uh, I have a parent who doesn't want to be in my life, who I had, um, we had difficulties. Um, you know, for years and years and years, I tried to contact him, and he didn't want to talk to me because he was mad how I left California. Um, and then um, I had a stepdad who was gone a lot, but when he came back to help my mom, uh, you know, I served him well, I believe. Um, and uh, even to his death, you know, I was there for him uh, even to his death, uh, which is an interesting thing. Uh, I've done that two times uh, now. And, I, you know, there are more probably in my future, too. Um, um, let's see. So... Uh, you don't have to do it like me. And my way probably is not right. I don't have a lot of ambition. You're right. Um, I don't chase money. I'm telling you, and I've said this before, uh, the love of money won't be one of mine. It just won't be. Um, it's not a problem for me. Um, I want to be generous. I want to, uh, to give away. And... I think there are things that I want that I know I'll never get and I'll never make enough money to get. Um, and uh, I'm okay with that. And uh, some part of that is ambition. And I know that's not attractive to ladies. And, you know, here I am, 53, no prospects, um, probably not going to get married unless that's what God wants and I still want that it's still my heart's desire but you don't always get what you want I don't I'm not trying to quote the Rolling Stones or anything but you just don't like and you have to be either good with it or bad with it and you have to trust the person who is the giver of life to you and I do trust God about it and sometimes I haven't uh, and when I haven't in those seasons are not good seasons for me um, they're not positive seasons. I'm not productive. Um, you know, I'm not anything <laughs> uh, in those seasons. I, I mean, like, people would still say I have influence. People would still say that I've told people about Christ, um, all those things, but it's less. Um, it's less than in momentum. Uh, in momentum, 
I'm a very passionate, opinionated person, and you hear it. Uh, I produce podcasts in those seasons. Uh, in the other seasons, I don't. I shrink back, and I have shrink back because of sin, because uh, of not feeling worthy and all that guilt and shame and all that stuff, uh, which is bad. Uh, and it's like... Um, it's like God gives you a chance to have him so you can live at full capacity, but you choose to do it your way. And your way is like based on your strength. And everything in your strength may be <clears throat> remarkable in this world, but compared to in him... It's nothing. Uh, it's like filthy rags. Even if you build the biggest tower in the world in Dubai, it's still not anything. It's garbage compared to him. The surpassing knowledge of knowing him. It's garbage compared to that. Um, um, watch out people who are chasers or have to be number one or any of that stuff. Watch out that being number one means you're alone and means you're um, not thinking about people in your life sometimes. Uh, I watched this thing, and I said it to the guys Sunday. Um, <clears throat> it's this Machine Gun Kelly guy, and he's a singer, and I think an actor too, maybe. Um, and he's had back-to-back -back number one albums that come out on the charts or whatever. And uh, he's got a daughter who's, I get, she looks 11 or 12. I don't know how old she is. Uh, and she lives in Cleveland, and I don't know where he lives. I, I, my guess is someplace, you know, good for doing music and all that. Um, <coughs> and uh, she's saying, you're trying to be number one over everything. And what she's saying is over me and over yourself. And over your girlfriend, you're trying to be number one, and it's making one is the loneliest number. And uh, you know it's so wise on her part, but it's you know it's a it's a she's saying it out of hurt. Um, and look, super achievers, you look at them. They many of them don't stay with their first wives, and then when they're older, they marry a young lady, which is fine. People can do what they want to do, okay? But what they wind up doing is treating their older kids not as good, all in the name of achievement. And there are plenty of achievers out there who I don't want to be. And I might even vote for some of those achievers, but I don't want to be them. They're not my standard. Uh, you know, it's the same thing with work. You can do it to the best of your work people, like your boss. But I'm not doing things for my boss. I'm doing it as to the Lord. I'm doing it my best. If that's not good enough, get rid of me because I can go and do something else. Because people will not say that I did not work hard. They won't say that about me. They may say I didn't stay long enough, but they won't say that I didn't work hard enough. And 
I'm a good worker because I'm doing it as to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel passionate about that because I think that it's right. Uh, and all you got to do is proverb it up. And if you think that it's okay to not work, you're not wise. I'm just telling you, you're not wise. Um, and I thought with the, the, the thing of this week, because um, it starts with um, frustration. <laughs> um, that was one of mine this week, and you can hear the frustration uh, in my voice. Uh, and I, I told you I would look up some promises, and I, I haven't looked up all, I haven't done it exhaustive yet. I apologize. Uh, actually, I don't apologize. I, I just haven't had time this week to do it. Um, so, um, I'm going to give you seven from LinkedIn, believe it or not. Um, he has promised to supply your every need we have. The Bible says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4.19. Now notice, God has obligated himself only to the extent of our needs. That would include food, clothing, shelter, companionship, love, and salvation through Jesus Christ. It would not include multiplicity of luxuries that we have come to think of as needs. And my caveat with that is, I think there's some kind of a balance of you need to go and do your job. I don't think that you earn salvation based on you anything, okay? I don't believe that. But I will say holiness, following God, it takes effort on your part. It's not all you. If it was all you, you wouldn't do it. It takes God and his spirit and what he did on the cross and rising again. So, there again, if you think you can live and God provide for you and you not work, I'm wary of that, okay? And living off the government, you can do what you want to. I just don't think it's good for you. Now, if you're in a bad season and you're destitute and you can't make it, I'm okay with you living on that because that's what it's for. But it's not for generational poverty. This happens. When I was in Tuscaloosa, we helped with DHR, and they have so many needs for people, they can't do them all. The government can't do them all. And one thing that the government of the United States of America did in the name of trying to help out poor people is create generational poverty. You, it, you, it's not hard to go in the system and see three generations of ladies, um, a daughter, a daughter, and a, they're all daughters. They're all moms now. They're encouraged to not have fathers. They make more money to have babies and not have fathers. So they're ruining the family structure for kids in three generations, and all three generations are taking money from the government. And they want to teach young girls to want more out of their life than to just have a baby and take money from the mailbox. That's what they want to do. Um, 
and that's in the name of we're trying to help people, but see, it's also this thing that's sinister in government, in my opinion, that they need to push people down. They need people to need them. That's what communism does. That's Everybody's treated fairly except for the people at the top. The people at the top get everything. They need everybody else pushed to the bottom. Trust me, there's no perfect system, but that's a bad system in my opinion. Sorry. Um, God has promised that his grace is sufficient for us. 1 Corinthians, actually 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Uh, he has made, a, made provision for our salvation by his grace through faith. It is through an obedient faith that we have access to the grace of God according to Romans 5.2 and Ephesians 2.8. Um, Ephesians 2.8, I think, is my God shall provide all my need. I think. Um, you might have to look that one up. Look that one up. I'll look it up too. Uh, God has promised that his children will not be overtaken with temptation, which I've already said this one before. It's 1 Corinthians 10.13. don't have to give in to your temptations because he's overcome he's given you a way of escape is basically what that is about God has promised us victory over death he first resurrected Jesus by the way of assuring our resurrection this Jesus has raised up wherefore we are all witnesses Paul wrote to the Corinthians for I delivered unto you first all that which also received how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures but thanks be to God who giveth victory through our Lord Jesus Christ and the living again is living in heaven after death that whole thing life after death which is coming either way there's one place where the worm cannot die and where the fire cannot be quenched, which is hell, okay? And then there's one where you get to be one with the sun. <laughs> you get to join in the chorus of holy, 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 my guess is. Because um, at his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he's Lord. Um, just FYI. God has promised that he works all things together for good for those who love and serve him faithfully. Um, he just does. Um, that doesn't mean perfection. It doesn't mean no stumbles. It just means that everything he does works together for good. And he has an elevated high view, so he knows what good is because he knows the future. Um, God has promised that those who believe in Jesus and are baptized for forgiveness of sins will be saved. Call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Uh, yeah. God has promised his people eternal life. In closing, let me appeal to you to live so that the promises of God will be yours. Um, so, that's a lot of info. I apologize. I hadn't studied it real good. I, I'm still working on it. And the reason why I'm telling you those things and why you should search them out yourself is for frustrating times and for struggle seasons is to tell yourself the truth about the promises of God. Because like Joshua said, 
he tells the people of Israel, he says, look, God has done everything he said. Every promise he made, he's kept. Every one. Um, that's what God's a promise keeper. He is. Um, and you have to believe that um, he's trustworthy. He just is. Uh, so I hope you have a good day or evening wherever you are. Uh, this is the end of this uh, old podcast. Uh, have a good evening or day.